0: Hello there, so we're a little over a month away from the release of the long-awaited Avatar sequel, Avatar The Way of Water, and you know, I'm excited for it, I'm really looking forward to going to see it, I'm definitely going to go and see it in IMAX, IMAX 3D as well, hey look, I went to see the original again uh, a few weeks ago back in September when the re-release came out, went to see it in IMAX, had a great time, I am definitely really really excited for this film, really looking forward to it but there is one big elephant in the room which is now starting to cause a lot of concern and it's not the long running the, the long delay since the original came out you know what in a funny sort of way waiting a quite a long time and what was it 13 years might actually be this film's ace in the hole as i've said before you know what jurassic world came out 14 years after the last jurassic film and made a ton of money you know there was a bit of novelty, maybe the novelty of this being the big major movie outside the comic book movies might help for this kind of like it did for Top Gun Maverick and like I said you know, the long delay, the long time between sequels is not necessarily a bad thing and it's worked in Top Gun Maverick's favour it's not even the long running time I mean, apparently this one's going to be about 3 hours plus, like 3 hours, 10 minutes something like that, hey look, if it's good it's good, you know and if the time passes quick while you're watching it, that's not the concern. Then what's starting to concern me is James Cameron running his mouth. And the way James Cameron is starting to run his mouth is doing this film's promotion no favours. I mean, today we came out, there's a the latest and a long line of things. So we'll rewind it back a little bit a few months back. So apparently, uh, a few months back, like I mentioned, it's been confirmed this film's going to be like three hours, ten minutes, three hours, eleven minutes, something like that. Something along those lines, right? Roughly the same time as Titanic, right? A few months back, James Cameron, in an interview, started moaning about saying, well, people are going to complain about long-running times and blah, 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 and things like that. And, well, they should make, make sure they get a toilet break at a certain point in the film and things like that. And I'm, I'm thinking, all right, okay. Nobody was complaining at that point in time though. Nobody knew how long the film was gonna be. It was almost like he was preemptive coming out saying that. Now, true, whenever a film's removed revealed to be long, there's always gonna be certain complainers. But the long running time didn't exactly hurt Titanic like in nineteen ninety seven, going at the end of ninety seven, going into the beginning of ninety eight, did it? Roughly the same running time, so he should know, I mean, he fucking made it. So, you know, so the fact that he's actually complaining about people complaining something's going to be over long was a bit of a red flag, even before, you know, it wasn't even confirmed the thing had been, was going to be this long, but he was like completely, he actually came out preemptively talking about the complaints and things like that. So he almost like was almost like starting a, a non existent fight before it even happened. So you think, okay. There was kind of no need to do that, but okay, whatever. Then again, there was also another thing a couple of weeks ago when he was doing his interviews and then he talked about how, you know, how he, he, he was the latest in a long line of directors who turned around taking shots at the comic book movie to the point where I think people thought they were being hip and cool and things like that a while back doing it, but now it's honestly just getting tiresome when people do this it's like if you don't like them that's fine but he was taking some quite snotty little shots and to be honest he wasn't even asked about it from what i believe he was just talking about how he's talking about how in modern movies things like that, that that there's not enough storytelling and things like that and he directly said i'm looking at you marvel and dc his words not anyone else it wasn't even a question. I asked him saying, what do you think of Marvel in DC? No, he directly said, I'm looking at you, Marvel in DC. He talked about how everyone acts like they're teenagers in high schools and things like that, which kind of sounds like he was taking shots at Spider-Man, which you can read in, in so many different ways. and things like. He was talking about how there's no real consequences or states and consequences, how people won't do things to like go back to the kids or protect their kids and things like that in comic book movies, which is complete bullshit. So I'll, I'll even throw you back. Let's take a look at certain things. You can go back even to something as lightweight fluff as Ant-Man. The first Ant-Man. What's the whole storyline all about in the first Ant-Man? Paul Rudd's character wants to get to see his kid again. That's the whole absolute thing about this. And the the, the whole motivation for him is getting more access to his child. And even the finale of that film takes place in his child's bedroom because he's trying to protect her. So there you go. That's him trying to help his kid. So there you go, James Cameron. Now you could turn around and say, "Well, maybe he's not seen Ant Man." And yeah, fair enough. He might not have one of the lesser films. It was successful, but one of the lesser-known things, one of the lesser popular ones. That's completely fair enough. Absolutely. Oh, okay, write that one off. Okay. So he's talking about how they don't, how uh, people don't want a. Uh, like uh, hang up their spurs and protect their kids is that not what tony stark did in avengers endgame when you look at it tony stark was the whole motivation for him was why he didn't want to do the time travel thing initially was he's got his kid he's actually content in life he's like look no i'm not messing with this I've got my child. I'm married to Pepper. Now, I think they got married. can't quite remember. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know. But they were still together. You get my point, though. He had his child. He didn't want to mess with things just because he didn't want his child to go out of existence just to bring other people back. Now, when... And the whole thing, reason why he agreed to do it when they kind of figured out the time travel thing is he says, we change nothing. We change nothing as of what's happened since then, so as in his child wouldn't go out of existence from there. So his whole motivation was originally, it was like, no, I'm not doing it, but then it was like, actually, yeah, I will do it as long as my kid, you can promise me my kid is going to be okay. So that completely null and voids Cameron's point there. And I think there's a very, very solid chance. You could say he didn't see the first Ant Man, but I'm pretty fucking sure he's seen Avengers Endgame, because after all, Avengers Endgame was the film that at least temporarily knocked the first Avatar off the top of the worldwide box office. So chances are he's seen that film. So he, and he probably knows damn fine well that that actually happened. Whether he remembers it or not, that's another story. But, you know, he's talking pish when he says that the, it's all about that they won't do things to protect the kids. And he talks about everyone's all everybody's acts like they're in high school, which is obviously a direct shot at Spider-Man because of Peter Parker, which, another thing, a couple of things you can look at. Spider-Man was the last big mega blockbuster last Christmas. Absolutely smashed it. Maybe he's just feeling the pressure that Avatar 2 won't do quite as well as Spider-Man No Way Home. And even if it doesn't go do quite as well as that, if it falls a little bit short, that's no disgrace because Spider-Man No Way Home was a major success. So it does feel a lot like he's taking little shots. And let not let's not forget, if he's taking little shots at Spider-Man, just remember, just remember, James Cameron was originally meant to direct Spider-Man a few years before Sam Raimi was. It all fell through, but you know. And funny enough, the organic web shooters that Sam Raimi used was a James Cameron idea, and it, and credit where credit is due, that was a great idea. So, you know. But it did feel a little bit like he was taking little shots at Spider-Man. But even then, when he talks about everyone acts like they're in high school, look at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. Peter Parker makes a mature decision. When he looks, he wants everyone... He's kind of... He's kind of... Still slightly immature to begin with, but actually, come the end of the film, he sacrifices his his own happiness to put things back right. He corrects his own mistakes. And in doing that, he loses the people that were closest to him now after Aunt May had passed. It's like, Happy Hogan doesn't remember him anymore. Ned doesn't remember him anymore. MJ doesn't remember him anymore. That's not high school bullshit. That's, you know him, the boy becoming a man. So if he wants to talk about how everyone acts like they're in high school, no, he actually showed that he's actually came out, grown as a person, and came out of that. So you know, that's that is storytelling. That is character growth. And he made that he showed himself a true hero to actually put aside his happiness for the sake of anything. So. Again, don't know what Cameron's on about but maybe he's just bitter about, like I said, Spider-Man was the big Christmas film last year. Maybe he's feeling the pressure that he can't quite match it and maybe he's just has a little bit of bitterness because he was originally meant to do Spider-Man but, you know, who knows. And then the comments I've seen just today. Now he's turned around and said that he won't do Avatar 4 and 5 if 2 and 3 aren't financially successful because and he's even now turning around saying, well, I don't know how many people give a shit. And it's like, well, he might be right, but he's not exactly doing this film any favours with his comments, turning around saying, you're not going to give a shit. He could very well be turning around saying, look, if you're sceptical, just you wait. Just you wait till you see this. And then and then, turn the sceptics around. Because he's turned the sceptics around before. He'd done it in 1997, 98 with Titanic. He'd done it with the first Avatar. He could very well do it again. I wouldn't count him out. But him making these comments isn't exactly filling you with confidence. It's almost as if, and then a few months ago, preemptively picking a fight with the audience about the running time thing was kind of weird as well. Because you know nobody had complained yet about the running time. it was almost like he was trying to start an argument before there was an argument to be had. It's like, and then it's, it's a strange thing. And he says, well, I won't do it four and five if it's not financially successful. Well, yeah, well, there's your thing then. You always said, oh, it's a passion project. Uh, it's not all about uh, money and everything like that. Well, yeah, well, that proves it actually was. It was all about money and it was not story driven because if, if this thing needed five parts, which to be honest, I highly doubt it did. I always thought if you were going to do other Avatar films, you didn't really need to go as far as five. A trilogy, in many ways, would be the the most sensible thing to do. I mean, it looks like in the second film, you know, Jake and the, they're going to have their kids and things like that, and they can grow up and then do what you do. Maybe they're grown up by the third film. So there's your, your trilogy right there. But did it really need a four and five? I was kind of sceptical about that to begin with, but... It almost seems like Cameron was like, Yeah, we'll do two and three, and if, if they make a ton of money, we'll do four and five, almost as if there wasn't a story there all along, which makes him hypocritical because he moaned about comic book movies not being story driven. So, you know, he kind of outed himself there with those comments, you know. And for all of that, even though I've complained about it, and I think James Cameron is actually, any time I hear this guy talk in real life, he seems like an insufferable egomaniac. I actually don't. He comes across as very, very unlikable. Even as a kid, when I've seen him doing the I'm the king of the world when he won the Best Director Oscar, I thought to myself, even as a kid, wow, he looks like a prick. So, you know, the fact that I actually talked like that as a kid and it kind of shows you that explains a lot of the way I've grown up to be as I am, but there you go, that's another story. But, you know, he always has been an, an insufferable egomaniac, but him starting this fight preemptively with the audience, he is... Doing not a very good job of promoting this film and and he should be the one on the charm offensive for this but who knows it's kind of worrying maybe he just knows deep down inside that this thing's not going to be successful because it's not very good which is kind of worrying i've i've only seen the first trailer for avatar way of water i know the second one came out last week i've decided to leave it Just in case, I want to see the trailer on the big screen for the first time if it plays with Black Panther next week when I go and see it. So that's kind of my thought process behind that. So I don't know what the second trailer's like. I really like the poster for it. I seen that when the new poster came out last week. I even retweeted it. I was like, yep, that's a great poster. So I want to see this film, but I'm going to say something. James Cameron is not doing himself and he's not doing his movie any favours with his comments. And then you could say, well, it's hypocritical. You, you're running your mouth right now. I mean, yeah, but I never said I wasn't a fucking hypocrite now, did I? So that's my thoughts on that. So at the end of the day, hopefully, fingers crossed, Avatar Way of Water turns out to be a hell of a lot better than James Cameron's promotional interviews does. So, or have done. So there you have it. Just my thoughts there. Thanks for taking the time to listen and goodbye.